0: Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grade Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. I am joined by Andrew Barrett here on this Thursday, Week Thirteen, main NFL daily fantasy slate. And uh, I, I'm very excited for this slate. I mean, no, no guarantee that it ends well, but we finally have games with totals above fifty on the main slate again. Never, didn't honestly, never knew if I was going to get to say that again. We got Jacksonville, Detroit. Uh, we have Kansas City and whoever they're playing. Uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati and uh, the Chargers and the Raiders. We got some running back injuries opening up value. There are at least guys who are are on the field under four thousand dollars at wide receiver on DraftKings. No no guarantee that those guys are going to project super well, but I'm I'm pumped. It's it's a good slate, Andrew.
2: Uh, yeah. Funny how we tend to look at things a little bit differently because I'm not super comfortable with this slate. I don't just like there's a lot of there's some pretty good chalk. Yeah, there's a game with a 50 plus total that's cheap. Uh, I think it's kind of hard to get away from it. It's pretty difficult to just like spend your way out of it to be contrarian, which is something I like to do a lot of the time. You know, sort of flip the script. If we got chalk wide receivers, spend up a running back. You know, spend up for expensive stacks. Just do something a little differently there, but. I think that is going to be difficult to pull off this weekend, but there'll be some ways we'll get there. We'll figure it out.
1: Yep. All right. So let's start at quarterback uh, Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff coming through as big values because they have that high total game course field of of the NFL, you know, and then we have Mm -hmm. Mahomes projecting for a lot of points, Jalen Hurts projecting for a lot of points. Honestly, maybe at this point you could say that Lamar is just being over-projected by everyone because the guy hasn't done shit in months. But it is what it is. Uh, Herbert and yeah. Carr, Burrow in there. I mean, we have Deshaun Watson returning. There, you know, Geno. There, there are dudes to play. If you, whoever you want to play this week, I don't think any of these guys are going to be over overwhelmingly chalk.
2: Yeah, I, it's funny you say that about Lamar. I do feel like he's just kind of running bad, but. You know, because he's putting up, he's running for 10 or 15 times a game. He's going to get 60 or 80 yards off of that. He's only scored one touchdown in the last five games, something like that. No, he's, yeah, he scored like one touchdown in the last eight games. Uh, he is throwing 30, 35 times a game. You know, he's putting up yardage. Last week was really tilting because, uh, that Mark Andrews drop like really killed me. And it would have been a much different scenario, you know, that's a, uh, 11, 12 point swung in tournaments. Uh, Andrews ended up being kind of crappy, but he had that, you know, Zay Jones was like barely owned last week. So it was a really nice spot for that. But Lamar didn't end up separating himself. But, you know, that's a 30-point game almost. If uh, if Andrews catches that touchdown, that stack looks a little bit better. Uh, you had the good bring back. So I'm definitely chasing there. I mean, Denver's a little bit of a tough defense and their offense is just so bad that who knows if they can keep up with them i don't like the bringbacks as much like jacksonville's been a fun team all year but it's just yeah that that jacksonville the trick game is just so good like it's just two shitty teams that uh are gonna gonna blow you know gonna blow it up they're gonna go for it they're gonna put up a lot of yards probably a lot of points i mean those offenses can struggle for sure but the defenses should be able to help them and it's so cheap uh I'm just having a hard time getting away from it. I'm gonna play a lot of it, but usually, like the really popular, you know, 6k quarterback, 6k wide receiver stacks are stuff that I feel like I can get away from. Um, and I, I don't think that's a very good place to make a stand this week. I just I do think that game is really, really strong.
1: Yeah, but I mean, Mahomes, I and I I think I think Mahomes and Burrow look like the, the best options in terms of like pass first quarterbacks. Like I would play both of those guys. But I mean, it it to me, the the thing that is leaping out about the slate is that I would imagine Jalen Hurts in single entry stuff is gonna be sub five percent. No one, no yeah. one's playing him, no one's playing AJ Brown, no one's playing Devonta Smith, no one's uh Tr- Traylon Burks will get a little bit of ownership as like a bring back or whatever, but so much attention is gonna be on Chargers, Raiders, Bengals, Chiefs, and Jaguars, Lions that I I Hurts to me looks like the best guy.
2: Yeah absolutely and I mean that's that's how I'm gonna attack it this week remains to be seen but it's gonna be a lot I just like plug my nose play 25% each Lamar and Hurts stacks and all their various uh, combinations and hope to get lucky there because those are the two highest optimal probability quarterbacks it's just the cap is 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 difficult and it's not even usually on FanDuel it's you know FanDuel become considerably more difficult price-wise they've just put everybody up there and DraftKings yep. actually softened a little bit because I think people were thinking it was too hard. So it's hard. It's, it's pretty, you're sacrificing a lot to pay up for that, for those stacks. I think that's also true of Kansas city. And I felt that way, you know, we've talked plenty about uh, Mahomes is not necessarily my favorite dude, just because, you know, if he's getting there, it's, it's generally with Kelsey, you know, like most of Mahomes 35 point games are a Kelsey three touchdown affair Um, it can be it's very difficult to pick the second guy and it's just so much money that even when they do like he he
1: he has been running by the way i mean uh is averaging he's he's averaging over four fantasy points per game rushing the last month of the season um he is up to almost a career high in rushing yards only in 11 games and also he runs more in these re- in really big games he he is much more he is much more apt to scramble and run near the goal line against the Bengals, against the bills against you know when when the games you know i mean the the crazy touchdown run in the playoffs against the titans not that you're not that you're building that into it but if he got eight rushing points here i would not be super surprised Sure. Because all he needs to do is get a touchdown. I
2: mean, he runs for 20 yards a game, maybe a yeah. little bit more lately, you know, and that's that's kind of what he is. That's, that's fine. It's nice. It's helpful. It gives him a little bit more ceiling. So when he has a 304 game, yeah, it's probably going to be for 35 points. But, you know, Fields and Lamar have three times many rushing yards. Hurts and Allen are like, you know, over twice as much. So it's just... It's not quite It's not quite there for me, and it's so expensive to pay for Kelsey. Listen, same can be said of Hurts and A.J. Brown. I think that's a very difficult stack to pull off this week as well. I think I like the Smith side of it a little bit better. I don't mind Lamar to Andrews. Andrews is significant savings on Kelsey, and Lamar is actually cheaper than these guys on DraftKings as well. I mean, it's Lamar is definitely my favorite play of the week. Uh, I'm probably going to be under on Mahomes. I do think that'll get pretty popular. I don't quite know what to do about the Burrow situation, because it really like when Burrow goes off, it's Jamar Chase going off, and I don't know that he's really there for him yet. Um, we'll see. And then just that, yeah, the amount of money you save with going with Lawrence or Goof is is pretty pretty special. Even Derek Carr, like I usually, and I'm and I'm not going to be on a ton of him, but he's someone I normally just like throw out the window when there's plenty of guys out there. Well, um, he's,
1: he's good this week specifically for leverage on Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I
2: think that that is true. Um, he's also kind of expensive on his, in his own right, just because like, if he's going to nuke Devonte Adams, is going to nuke generally. So um, you're going to want that, but, and then there's, I mean, Deshaun Watson comes back, which. I don't know if people remember like how good this guy is, but you know, he was, he led the league in yards per attempt in his last full season. Seems like a real jerk, but you know he is back. Um, I think he's real rusty. I'm a little
1: bit waiting. That to see that, that would it. be see. That would be my guess. My guess is that he is going to be because he's 6,500. My guess is is that relative to the whole range of expectations I would have for him, I would think that probably he's going to be overowned because like him throwing like 18 passes in this game is is legit life. Like they might just really ease him back. I mean, the guy's not played a competitive game in over two years at this point.
2: Right. He hasn't even been able to practice with the team. So, like, he's not getting real reps. But, I mean, Houston is so bad, and they have the second highest total on the slate, and he's $6,500, and Mari Cooper's really good, and David Njoku's probably going to be the chalk at tight end. I think he's u- I think he's definitely usable. The thing that's probably worth noting is that Deshaun Watson, as a runner, like, since we're talking about – he's he runs like Mahomes. He does not run like Lamar or – josh allen or hurts like he he doesn't run that much um yeah. at least historically so that's uh he's he's definitely more of a pass first guy but he's he was really fucking good back in the day so we'll see if he gets that back and you know it is a really big total so he's in consideration for sure i don't think i'm gonna have a whole ton there
1: yeah i probably probably i'll play i'll probably play three teams one of them will be a mahomes team one of them will be a hurts team and then i might like mega stack. Detroit Jacksonville, like five guys, five or six guys from the same game. Just, you know, remembering that, uh, that Seattle, uh, Seattle Detroit game. I mean, uh, un- undecided on that, yeah. but possibly, um, no, I that's... think that's real.
2: I think I'm going to have some, I mean, you know, I play a lot of lineups, but I'm definitely going to have some Detroit Jacksonville megastacks. also. Cause th- that allows you to spend up to be contrarian elsewhere. There are some, there's some really good expensive players that aren't going to get played at all. Like all those Vikings, like no one's on them. So um,
1: yeah. So, okay. Uh, all right, running back. Um, I mean, I guess the the most interesting thing is Josh Jacobs is just projecting for a bazillion points. That uh, sure. that that seems interesting. Austin Eckler also projecting for a bazillion points. And then other than that, it's all it's all value guys, right? Uh, I guess Dalvin projects okay. for for his price, but, I mean, we've got Kenneth Walker. Then, you know, who knows? I have ETN in our projections right now. Unclear if he is going to play. You know, Damian Pierce, who I would not play in a million years, but some people will. Then, whole cavalcade of, who knows, cheap guys. Latavius Murray, Zonovan Knight, Isaiah Pacheco, the Pittsburgh situation, Najee slash Warren, the Washington football team situation. I mean... I I think there are 10, maybe more playable running backs this week, which is wild.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of dudes. Uh, Jacobs headlines them. He's got the highest optimal probability. He was right up there last week too, for what it's worth. He was an awesome player last week. And he, I just, I did not get why he was so, so, so low owned. I mean, I know they were, they were the dogs and Walker had the better script, but man, that was a pretty easy pivot. I thought like just incredible leverage with Devontae and Kenneth Walker being that, that popular. Um, so it's even more of a shame that stupid Lamar uh, blew that because I would have had some absolute monster teams. But I digress. You mentioned Kenneth Walker, who was the big shock last week. Can you give me your what – you, what's your first impression? What do you think the people are thinking about Kenneth Walker? Because I'm curious about a thing.
1: They're going to they're gonna play him less than they have the last couple of weeks because uh, they would rather play Josh Jacobs and the aforementioned catholic of, like – Five K to six K, like just when when there are uh six running backs who get ten to fifteen percent owned as values, the seven K decent chalk but not elite chalk doesn't get overplayed. So I'll probably have a lot of Kenneth Walker.
2: I think I will too. He's been talked up a fair bit, like more than I was expecting already. So that concerns me a little bit. Uh, but the Rams stink, obviously number one run defense in football, like by a lot. However, no Aaron Donald this week, and that's a that's a big deal. Like that guy, I don't know if you've heard. It's pretty good. Like, oh,
1: I don't, I don't even, I don't even care about that. The Rams have just completely given up. I mean, they have no effort. Like playing football against a team that is not trying is very easy, uh, as evidenced by Isaiah Pacheco's game last week. Like, sure, no, yeah. like that was their I mean, first like real bad
2: uh, run effort. Uh, yeah, the they just
1: effort. they just don't they just don't care. They're they're down. They start every game down ten points. They're not trying to score on offense. Like that is I I want running backs in that situation. So I think, and honestly, projections have a hard time adjusting for that, even as like bazillion point favorites or whatever. And this and Seattle's not even, they're are nine and a half point favorites 20, or something? Something no,
2: it's like a that. 24-17. It's not that much. It's yeah, see. It's only a touchdown.
1: Which, which is insane. Uh Seattle's gonna I I I like Seattle side there. I mean, the Rams are are horrible. Like, yeah, I, I want to play a lot of Kenneth Walker.
2: It's at home in the second worst home at home field advantage and all the football behind their city mates, the Los Angeles Chargers, who it's always the I mentioned this earlier this year, but the funniest game every year is uh when the Raiders go and play at LA as the Chargers. And I lived in LA for four years and and, you know everyone that cares about football pretty much is a is a Raiders fan and to why no one gives a shit about the Chargers they actually actively root against them because they were always the San Diego guys they hated them you know they think it's real carpetbagger stuff for them to move in and so people are like so against them and it's like 90 percent Raiders fans in those so that's the worst but yeah the Rams are not a particularly good home field environment either um I don't know yeah I think Kenneth Walker is pretty strong I don't think he's gonna be like my snap take, looking at the slate was like, oh, cool, him against the Rams. But you know, that's a very good run defense. People will be scared of it. No Aaron Donald. I think that's a good spot. Um, I think you know he's gonna end up. I I think in the teens, but he's he's a very strong play.
0: Yeah. Obviously, Jacobs
2: versus Eckler is good. I wouldn't play both of them. It's just too much money. Um, and if one of them really takes over the game, it's probably slowing it down a bit. So. It's just it's just so much money, but and that game is a pick'em, I believe, so kind of hard to pick out who the uh who the stronger one is. The overpriced or the expensive guys that look to be underowned are Mixon and Dalvin Cook. You got any uh feelings
1: there either way? I don't think any of those guys are playable in anything other than lotteries. They they also see... like Mixon could, could, because I could... think it Cook seems okay mix in his leverage on a bunch of super popular plays but right i i would just i would just prefer in like three max single entry like the stuff i'm playing to just play like one guy who projects really well jacobs eckler dalvin kenneth walker and then one of these question marks pacheco latavius jeff wilson jr yada yada
2: yeah i'd like to get on damian pierce because the browns have actually not been a particularly good run defense and like who knows right the deshaun watson thing coming back does induce variance so the texans are real real bad but maybe they run good that day it's just he doesn't catch passes anymore it's been really it's been a a rough rough go for him kyle allen again so uh oh and japan beats spain so that's nice to see
1: crazy 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 stuff yeah so so anything anything can happen Maybe the maybe the the Houston Texans will indeed upset the uh the Cleveland Browns. I mean I I can't because Damian Pierce is not even getting the garbage time work now. Like last week they were playing Darre Okumbewale in garbage time instead of him, which um seems pretty bad. The the I I I think probably this Zonova Knight fella gonna end up being bad chalk if he does end up chalky. Uh, I mean I guess he he did get targeted played 48 percent of the snaps, but Ty Johnson's going to be like a, a needle in, in his side. I also um, let's just say, I'm not going to expect the New York jets to win 31 10 against the Vikings. I guess they could, I don't know. The Vikings are, are pretty fraudulent. Um, For sure. But that's just, that's just not a spot I'm trying to jam. I I'm pretty interested in if Najee Harris doesn't play and Jalen Warren does, I'm pretty interested in playing Jalen Warren because I think he'll immediately come back in and be playing over Benny Snell, who had a pretty good game last week. Benny Snell had three snaps on offense all year and before being the second running back last week because Jalen Warren was banged up. So that that seems like um, a a pretty good spot to me. And then I am going to be jamming Pacheco.
2: Okay, I think that that is absolutely fine Checo's fine Zonovan Knight yeah I don't think so it's the script is going to be is likely to be bad he's going to project really well
1: too he's going to project really well
2: yeah he is uh one guy that we haven't hit on that definitely interests me is Jamal Williams because again that game is so good he's a way he's a way that could really mock that game up um he does get all the goal line work he has like you know in a lot of apple pies or whatever the saying is there this this year you know when there have been like big games big detroit lions games that have scored a lot of points but it's like oh crap jamal williams got all the touchdowns again um i think he's actually fine he has like the james connor at the beginning of last year role right he doesn't really get a much passing work if any but you know he's the first and second down banger and he gets all of the goal line work so he can at least screw that game up you know i don't think you're looking for bonuses for him stronger player stronger play on FanDuel, i think um just because you know you're really really looking for touchdowns uh similarly nick chubb he's also like too expensive part you know he doesn't project super well but pretty wide range of outcomes because adr touchdowns are a big deal and the texans are just real real bad real real bad defense
1: yeah, I I'm with the uh I'm with the the Chubb play, um, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, slightly interesting yeah. against the the New York Giants. I mean, this is getting pretty deep into into well, yeah, stuff. We didn't even I, mention
2: Saquon. Do I mean any interest there? He's no. gonna be like three percent owned.
1: No, none. I mean, he's I not even. So they're either. not. They're not even throwing to him anymore. That like, it's just their their offense is just horrendous. It just it's just a bad watch. No fun. No one. No one wants that. Uh, Derrick Henry, you know, 2% owned, whatever. The, to, me, to me, the most interesting one is what happens in the Jacksonville Jaguars backfield if ETN doesn't play, but they activate Daryl Henderson, who they claimed off the waivers from the Rams a couple weeks ago. Like, do people jam hasty? Do people play Henderson? Do people play neither of them? I, I don't really know. My inclination would be that Henderson would probably be the play. Cause hasty is like a career special team, right? I mean, he was on the, yeah, the 49ers t- practice squad. He's not very good.
2: He's tiny too. Yeah. It's not a, he's not, he doesn't really project as an every down back. Um Nice in spot duty last week. Yeah. I mean, Derek Henry, sure. The margin for error is so small with him last week. It was like, I played a fair amount of him. I watched him break out for a 70 yard touchdown run. It's like, Oh, it's lit. It's lit. He fumbles on the two yard line. T Burks gets the touchdown instead. And it's like, Oh, it's already over there's just no margin for error there. Like, because he's so expensive, like he has to score like all the points, but it's just the cap is so tight that you really can't take as many chances as you could in years past. Um, Like Derrick Henry has to beat these guys in points per dollar, not just in points. So that is a trickier thing. Like it it didn't, it didn't always work like that. You know, Um, you could like an $8,000 running back that scored 32 could beat, a 6k running back that scored 26 a lot of the time just because of the way that the salary worked there were just there were just more options um but you seem to think there are a fair amount of options at wide receiver this week so you want to like uh want to tell me some of them
1: at at wide receiver some of the some of the cheap guys i mean yeah
2: yeah we had some real some real cheap ones thrown in so, throwing out so there let me get me
1: earlier <laughs> let me get real hand in the dirt i mean to begin with Sky Moore has 12 targets the last two weeks for the Kansas City Chiefs. He leads them in targets per route run. He got like multiple last week against, uh, shit, who did they play? The Rams. So I think they were kind of using this Rams game is like, uh, okay, what can this guy do? Because they on the first drive, they called like a design screenplay for him, kind of one of the old uh, Tyreek McColl Hardman style plays. And that they also brought him the in old Nicole on...
2: Hardman. <laughs> yeah, he's already done.
1: Well, it was, it used uh, to be, Ty- it used to be Tyreek. Then it was Hardman. Now he's out. Yeah. Um, so then they, they called, he was in on a trick play where he got a, a toss, went to the other side and threw it back to Mahomes. And I think maybe most importantly, they finally benched him on punt returns. They realized this is not working. Um, I, and just like you're, If I just told you that there was a minimum price guy who got 12 targets from Patrick Mahomes the last two weeks, like, and you didn't know any other priors or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, I'm probably interested in playing that guy.
2: No, I'd say Sammy Watkins sucks. Why would I bother?
1: (laughs) Well, fair fair enough. Fair enough. And then the other guy uh, is Justin Watson, who has played 88% and 84% leads Kansas City in routes. The last two weeks, even more than Kelsey, just, I mean, he never gets targeted because he plays on the outside and just runs nine routes. Then we have Richie James, who I think is 3,600 maybe off the, off the top of my head. And Mm -hmm. he saw six targets last week, 70% of the snaps scores a touchdown. He's the only slot wide receiver left on their roster. There's Kendall Hinton who is on the worst offensive football, but saw nine targets last week and a rush. Like they're like, they just cut. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know why they like him so much, but he's 96%, 88% and 92% of the snaps the last three weeks. It's pretty good for a guy who's really cheap. Um, so yeah, there are, there are sure. cheap, there are, there are guys who are, I mean, this is like, we were trying to talk ourselves into, you know, Tyquan Thornton and, and guys like that the last month. Yeah. We were playing two tight ends. I mean, mm-hmm. DeAndre Carter in that really high total game, Demarcus Robinson you know like there are there are dudes
2: now you're talking a little bit more I think I can get in on uh some yeah some of those tertiary targets in the big games or yes your Demarcus Robinson's the like you know the guys that Lamar you know someone like Lamar just needs to throw the one long bomb to I am generally less comfortable chasing after the Greg Dorchian lines you know the like this guy has to get nine targets to do it and even if he does, half the time that's like four for forty, and it's not really getting you. Yeah, anywhere. you want
1: you want Justin Watson two targets, sixty yards, one touchdown. Yeah, uh, that that's what I would like.
2: That's what I would like. That's what uh, what Christian Watson turned into. He's fifty two hundred now. I mean, is do we know Rogers or Jordan Love yet definitively? Not really, right? It's probably Rodgers.
1: We, I think I I might have even put Jordan Love in our projections. It's just hard to say. Uh, he, Rogers hasn't practiced this week. He's got he has both an avulsion fracture in his hand and a rib injury now.
2: Yeah, it's even hard to tell with a total of twenty four for them, where it's like that could be Rogers, but I mean, I guess that could be Jordan Love too. Chicago's a really bad defense. Chicago's total of nineteen really, you know, Justin Fields isn't playing. They got to buy next week, so they'll just sit him out. Which
1: oh, what well, Pringle? Pringle is, I mean, Pringle. We saw him be good last year with a great quarterback, but. He is the like for like with Mooney. I mean, he just came in and was playing Mooney's position after Mooney got hurt.
2: Yeah, no the ba- the best ball bags are feeling good about that. I actually have a lot of Byron Pringle in the end rounds and uh, a lot of accidental Fields and Claypool stacks too, because Fields and Trevor Lawrence were almost always my second quarterback, and it was just like, all right, grab whatever whatever happens late. But also ended up with a fair amount of Claypool, and I guess we'll see how it goes. Darius um, Slayton. Getting a ton of air yards. You know, he's the real outside, like deep threat for the Giants. Problem is, Washington's secondary is actually really, really good. Uh, Daniel Jones stinks. That's another 19 total. I'm not sure I can do it, but there's just, they're like, you really got to talk. I mean, the thing, the thing
1: with these cheap, the thing with these cheap guys is it's not even so much about what they do, it's about, are you required to play multiple really expensive guys to get to the optimal lineup? Like if uh, all the guys over eight K bust and Mahomes gets 21 and, and Jared Goff gets 28 and Trevor Lawrence gets 32, then yeah, any lineup with Richie Richie Jameson is dead. But if Mahomes goes for 32 and Kelsey has two touchdowns and Derek Henry has 31 and like, it, it, it tends to be less about like, it's just, can 10 points from a, a cheap guy get you there or can they not right
2: yes and that is I think where I want to zag this week is to you know I, I usually do but like try to play some like reasonably expensive guys and because like the best looking sort of stack is yep you double stack Trevor Lawrence with Kirk and Zay Jones you play him on Ross St. Brown you play Garrett Wilson and then you just kind of load up around but it's this mid-price lineup which it's very strong. That's definitely what we should be doing in cash. Uh, I just, you know, the chalk bowl there between Kirk and St. Brown, and then Wilson is probably going to be the most, you know, or St. Brown, I think, is, will be the most popular receiver, but Wilson should be number two. He's necessary salary relief everywhere. I kind of like the idea of mini stacking Garrett Wilson with Justin Jefferson, who is obviously very expensive, but he is going to be under owned as well. He's rating as pretty positive leverage. You know, he's so expensive that it's only, twelve or thirteen percent optimal probability, like Amon Ra, Christian Kirk, Devante are all ahead of him, but he's right there. It's just he is eighty nine hundred. Um uh, it's a little bit little bit difficult there. Uh Debo, is he totally dead to you? I feel like he's been dead to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even really playing. I wasn't even really on the Debo gravy train last year because Debo is, like, so antithetical to how I play, which is, like, you know, very much about, like, you know, usage and expected points and everything. And now, I mean, he's – Debo is just dusted, dude. He's got four touchdowns on the year, um, only 44 receptions, like, you know. I mean, he just – now he just looks like, uh, you know, Percy Harvin or or whatever now instead of, like – you know an unholy amalgamation of randy moss and derrick henry
2: yeah it is sad you really do hate to see it but he is cheap enough now at 6600 gonna be like five percent own that the 22 point game from a couple weeks ago works for him this week so i don't think that's out i don't think that's out of the realm of possibility you know i don't think he's like you know he and christian kirk are the same price like what does Depot got of? 40% Forty percent chance to beat him, something like that, and he'll be a quarter of the ownership.
1: I mean, Christian Kirk it's... and any non Jaguars Lions lineup seems horrible. Like like literally, what are you hoping for? Like he's the only guy who gets to 20 in that game. I and and more importantly, I would rather play Monroe St. Brown than him straight up. Um I'd rather play I'd rather play Zay Jones for way cheaper. Um, I would even maybe rather play Marvin Jones, who will be like two percent owned or whatever. In, that's where in i was that. gonna go
2: with that i think marvin's a pretty solid one he's he's now almost thousand dollars cheaper than zay they've been about the same price all year but zay has you know certainly separated himself but uh you know marvin's out there every every snap like he's getting the he's getting the work he's not quite as popular of a target um kirk is the red zone guy but you know we've got him with like a 40 percent market share of touchdowns because he's run so hot there it's it's enough of a sample that there's something there Um, you know, that is with significant regression, but it, a lot of his really high optimal probability is in those, um, uh, that crazy touchdown, um, the, the run good on touchdowns. And like with Debo last year, where the crazy touchdown probabilities or the the amount of touchdowns had really raised his price and therefore brought down his ownership. Christian Kirk really hasn't had the crazy price bumps so people are kind of paying for that expected touchdown situation you know like it's not that you're getting you know i will bet on the regression there if debo had been 25 percent owned every week last week last year i would have been betting on the regression um i just didn't because he kept doing it and he he was expensive enough that he was three percent owned i think this is kind of the opposite play so yeah kirk is a little bit rough for me um obviously very strong cash be something you want to be starting with there but other ways i'd like to go uh at wide receiver especially for one-offs i think you're right i think you're you hit the nail on the head there where he's kind of a bad one-off
1: yeah i really like dk metcalf uh i bet i, I think i could sell you on this angle which is um you know the dk metcalf like ramsey stuff has always been kind of fun dk metcalf mm-hmm. would absolutely love to just piss on the rams like it just be like you guys have kind of owned me in my career ramsey's mm-hmm. gotten the better of me and now you're sad you're dejected uh you know and i mean he's gonna be two percent or whatever and he had he had a crazy he had a crazy target share game last week um i really like both of the eagles wide receivers and my my flag plant for this week is justin jefferson um justin jefferson at like six percent win i mean we've just went up gone over so many value guys this week super easy to play
2: Yeah, I like it. And it's a good way to, you know, it's a good correlation with Garrett Wilson. If you want to go there, who is, he's going to be very, very popular, but you can get a little bit of diversity into that lineup in a smart way by playing, by paying up for Justin Jefferson. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey really worked Ramsey a couple of times last week, but, and Ramsey does like historically crush those bigger guys. Like he, he has made Deandre Hopkins life a living hell, obviously DK Metcalf as well, but Hey man, I mean, if, if you want to buy the narrative, it, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't use that as like something in his favor if it was, you know, like if he was gonna get played. But DK Metcalf at five percent owned, yeah, why not? Like, yeah, he's he's definitely got a twelve percent chance of Ramsey totally giving up and then him just scoring two touchdowns for one hundred and twenty yards.
1: Also, maybe seems like a spot where Waddle and Tyreek aren't gonna be like super flooded. I mean, Tyreek will get his ten, twelve, whatever, but Waddle, I, I don't think will be. Um, no one really wants to play Smith Schuster and early on, I don't think, I think T is going to end up being really popular, but mm-hmm. chase won't be our, our, something is wrong with our efficiency stuff on T that I noticed yesterday and I didn't fix. Cause he's projecting for like way fewer raw points than chase, which can't be right. Um, but well, Chase. It's the tu-
2: that's got to be touchdown based for sure. Um, yeah, because he yeah. does not catch nearly as many touchdowns as Chase when they're both out there. So that's probably just whacked him pretty hard. And maybe it's not justified yet. Um, you know, if Chase is limited, you know, then then he may not be quite the uh, the touchdown monster that he has been. So, um. yeah,
1: I I really I really I really like Chase though. Chase looks like. Uh... You know, you just do. You do a little bit of. You do Mahomes, one of these three K guys. Kelsey Chase, five K wide receiver. What like I don't know. You you can get there. You can get there pretty easy. I I do like this week that you're. I'm not feeling like super limited by roster construction. Like I think there are multiple different avenues to go. Mm. waddle is pretty strong
2: he's been running pretty bad as far as like the air yards to fantasy points situation we didn't mention terry mclaurin yet who like he is heineke's number one target if someone's got to get it done on washington it's going to be him he's 5800 like that's only 500 bucks more than garrett wilson and he's going to be like five six seven percent owned uh amari cooper is a little more expensive than that he's in the christian kirk range but say deshaun watson is good Again, but they don't really ramp him up. And he just like, you know, throws 18 times, but nine of them are to Amari Cooper. And that Houston defense is like, is, is real, real ugly. So, um, I think he's, he's a pretty strong play as well. Uh, Pittsburgh guys, like, they haven't had the easiest schedule in the world. And Atlanta is a, is a real difficult defense. Like, even Indy, like, they're awful, but the, the defense is, is, uh, you know, reasonable. You got any interest in like Pickens and Deontay? Deontay has zero touchdowns on like ninety something targets. That's impossible, basically.
1: Absolutely zero interest in Deontay Johnson. Guy, guy stinks. Guy's always stunk. Uh, he is number one in the NFL in negative expected points, which uh, a math guy like you would be like, yeah, he's just running bad. And a guy hmm. like me is like, no, he's he absolutely stinks, and I don't like playing guys <laughs> me, who stink.
2: An intellectual.
1: <laughs> well, I just I I like playing guys who stink when they're thirty eight hundred. Like I like playing Kendall Hinton who stinks at thirty six hundred. I don't like playing like 5,200 or whatever he is, doesn't even sound cheap to me for Deontay Johnson. Uh,
2: <laughs> I look, li- I like where your head's at. Cause you're right. I do think the opposite way. Like, I don't want to play guys that stink that are 3,800. Cause it's like, Oh cool. This guy's going to dorch his way to like 11 points. I don't give a shit about that. I like the guys who stink who are 4,700. And it's like, yeah, he's only going to get three targets, but two of them are going to be 40 yards downfield. And can he catch them? Like, Let's see what happens. Um, that I That's a little bit more the way my mind works. It's also the contest we play. I'm much more of a lotto guy. So, um, yeah, good points.
1: All right. Tight ends. Um, I mean, play whoever you want. We'll yeah. we'll see if David Njoku is active. He's coming through. Oh, uh, something's broken in our projections. Oh, yeah. David Njoku is, was mistakenly given 25% market share of targets instead of 15. But even at 15, he's going to look like a pretty good play. He's going to be pretty chalky. But... Kevin Stefanski said he's dealing with an injury. If he doesn't play, Harrison Bryant will be pretty, pretty chalky. Um, Pratt Fryermuth has actually been the biggest beneficiary of the combination of Claypool getting traded and Kenny Pickett starting instead of mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky. Komet, fine. Uh, Tyler do th- Not if Fields
2: doesn't play. I like. Komet, let's not forget that Comet has like two years of being absolute horseshit. Yeah, being dreadful like, in a row, and then like it, he had two amazing weeks when Justin Fields came out and was awesome. But well, it's, it's more. I, I'm not doing it with Nathan Peterman.
1: It's more about Mooney being out. Okay. Because they have they have twenty six percent of their team targets to redistribute, and Comet will be on the field the most. Like, commit never sure. Yeah,
2: you're, I mean, you're right. Yeah, he'll, he'll be out there, but he's a little bit of a, a little bit of a wind sprints guy. Not even wind sprints. What a tight end. No, no,
1: he's, he's like, uh, I don't, I don't know, like a jogger. He's jogging guy he jogs. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Walk, race walking. Uh, I'm going to be a sucker for Mark Andrews. Just, I mean, he's not going to get played. The ceiling's nuts. Lamar is going to be my biggest over. I can guarantee, you know, Lamar is going to be three, 5% owned again. Andrew's going to be three five six percent owned. Like I have to get over that. Like they're going to score 40 and 30 together again at some point. Um, I don't think this is the greatest matchup for it for sure, but you know, that is, you know, there's the concomitant ownership with that. They are considerably lower owned because of it. So explosion is there. Evan Ingram is 3k. I don't know. He stinks. Uh, but you know, he could, he could steal from Zay Jones and Christian Kirk who will be two of the five most popular wide receivers. That's interesting. Foster Moreau also stinks also like hasn't been that good of a touchdown guy. I think that's partially due to Devonte Adams just being such a like beast uh, as a, as a goal line target, but he could steal some stuff from Josh Jacobs. That could be helpful. You know, could. Yeah, i'm play gonna you want <laughs>
1: i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna steal a line from from my friend john daigle uh from from uh from roto world imagine okay. micro analyzing tight ends from this point forward buddy they all suck pick one yeah and and you know what i agree uh yeah. I, Travis I will Kelsey say-
2: rules mark andrews rules other
1: than that like good luck you know who else rules TJ Hawkinson actually he's the he's the one other guy I'll say rules uh it, it it seems pretty clear the Vikings saw something the Lions didn't his uh target totals in his four games as a member of the Vikings 9-10-9-6 uh with a touchdown in that game against New England he they, they have like fully been like you're our dude um and the results have been really good since acquiring I mean the game. Lions
2: might have seen it they used the fifth overall pick on him. they just don't have the personnel to make him any oh. good they they had uh, him block
1: guess, all the time. He was blocking.
2: Uh, yeah, well, the lines are bad. Um yeah. and they. yeah, anyway. Uh
1: let's well, sorry. What is our uh well, the Bears? I mean, oh, okay. So I do have Jordan Love in. Uh I I see from looking at our projections here because the Bears are the mega chalk. They will they will be the mega chalk if Jordan Love starts. Um the Seahawks, well, oh, no. The the Titans will get owned a little bit, but there is no uh, like Chiefs defense from last week. Look, there's nothing, there's nothing quite like that this week.
2: Yeah, I don't, whatever. I don't really care about defense a whole lot. We can, you know, we'll happily get into it. But more interesting question there, I think, is if Jordan Love plays, I mean, does Jordan, like, whatever, Jordan Love hasn't played a whole lot. I did watch, you know, it was a, it was a night game or a primetime game. So I watched him last week, came in, was like, oh, looks pretty good. You know, he's making his progressions. He's hitting his reads. Uh, he got the ball to Christian Watson in space. Christian Watson ran past everyone because he's faster than everyone. Uh, I don't know. Is that, like, Jordan Love is, what, is he 5K probably? And then Christian Watson is 5,200?
1: Yeah. Is that I, the I'm not, dumbest I'm thing not... in the world? Yes.
2: Yeah. Trevor not, Lawrence well, is the like, dumbest Trev... thing in the world. Trevor it, it, Lawrence triple is, Triple stacking like... Russell Wilson would be the dumbest yeah, thing Okay, in the
1: world. <laughs> sure. But Trevor Lawrence is, like, way better and $600 more or whatever. And I don't even think we have conclusive evidence that Jordan love is going to run that much. I think that's like mostly a projection based on not even his college stats, just based on how big he is, but we don't mm-hmm.
2: know. No, we certainly do not. Uh, yeah, we definitely don't. Um, I don't know. The, yeah. Defense is the, I mean, the Packers actually, they will end up being chalky as well. If it's not fields, uh, even if it is fields though, I mean, three K like, yeah. Fields is a really good fantasy quarterback, but also like he, can make mistakes. He could definitely screw it up a little bit. Jalen Hurts, even after he ascended last year,
1: had a yeah, couple tight, games tight, where Titans defense it up a lot. Titans defense seems pretty good.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Just that yeah, at that $2200 situation. Hurts like actually hasn't really passed as much lately either, which has been a little bit concerning. Like he's under 200 yards in like I forget two or three or three of his four last games, which is not really what you want to see. Um I mean, what can you the Texans, whatever, their 2,300, Deshaun Watson might be bad. Like, he might get booed to the end of the world. You never – I don't know. Like, we don't really know, and maybe he does some bad stuff. Doesn't take much. Um, I don't know. That's kind of – I mean, San, Frans- San Francisco, like, at home with this Miami team that's going to throw all over the place, they're definitely a yeah. better defense
1: than they faced. I think. I think the Dolphins will actually be the team that ends up – gonna gonna be pretty chalky just looking at it and how people are gonna think like oh jimmy stinks whatever yeah Mm -hmm.
2: uh giants and footballs are not particularly expensive like 3300 and 2900 playing each other they have two bad really really bad really really turnover prone quarterbacks i think those are fine yep uh all
1: right favorite favorite stack uh i'm not
2: it's i mean it's lamar to andrews but it's that's very close with hurts to devonta smith
1: yeah uh i think i would rank them hurts devonta smith mahomes 3k guy if you're choosing kelsey Chase or t those would be those would be the ones kelsey
2: in mahomes lineups because i think i do
1: um mm, no no, I mean, I think, I mean, Mahomes got, Mahomes got 25 last week with one passing touchdown and Kelsey got 12. I mean, there are, you know, and- but he's,
2: he's 8,300. If he gets 25, he's not, he's not sniffing optimals.
1: No, he's no, he's the most but expensive say- quarterback. Right. But I, what I'm saying is that he got 25 with one touchdown last week. So if you give him three touchdowns, then he would have been the optimal. And they, they got to, right. they kicked, I think they kicked six field goals last week. Like it just, it was just one of those days at the office. Um, so I, I, I think you're I, right. I, should... I just
2: think his his nuke ceiling is so tied to Kelsey. It really he has a I did look this up earlier. Like his three I mean, Mahomes actually has a lot, like more games than I would have expected. He has like six 30 plus point games this year. Uh Kelsey's got a thirty eight, a thirty Yeah, you're always
1: you're always hating on this dude 20 and, 20 and he just he just goes out and destroys
2: everybody. Tell me when he wins someone a million dollars, bro. You know?
1: No, I mean it's true. The million dollar winners are much more likely to be the the 5K guy who pops off for for whatever week that is. That is definitely yeah, true. Yeah, or
2: the runner that is similarly expensive to Mahomes who scores 42 instead of 32. Yeah. No, Mahomes does like I I have probably besmirched his name a little too much just because it's a bit at this point. But
1: um... it's a good bit. It's a good bit though. All right, uh, everyone, we're getting out of here. Thanks for listening. Projections will continue to be updated until we get. Uh, everything ready to go on Sunday. See y'all then.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or.